This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm your host, Joe Quazala. With me, as always, is Kristen Stoddard. That's me, still making myself laugh before we start. You really find it. The listeners don't know it, but you find a way to do some real goofy queuing up of me to talk. And then then I sit back and giggle to myself until I get introduced. Yep. Kristen, of course, is uh, ambivalent. Towards the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But We've it, moved up to ambivalent. I think uh-huh. it can be said. I mm-hmm. have moved up to ambivalence from dislike or distaste. I guess distaste would mm-hmm. have been my previous uh, um, de- delegation designation. There you go. Uh, I, of course, am obsessed with this bizarre institution, and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> let's, bring in our, let's bring in our guest, uh, a very funny stand-up comedian, uh, James Fritz. Hi. I'm also very sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's always sorry. Across the board. Close personal friend of both of ours. That's true. Hi. Uh, James, I feel like I've probably known you for 10 years. Good God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I was thinking about that. But we, we go back to our Chicago days, Kristen as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew James in Chicago. Yeah. I went to one of your early parties, I think. Oh my gosh, in my apartment? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think before I knew you. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I used to have the kind of parties where just <laughs> people would hear about them and show up. Mm-hmm. Now I have to just beg people. <laughs> well, we don't have a brown line no. on there. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, James, I'll, I'll get us started here with uh, the question I, I usually ask every guest, which is, what is your connection to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? If there's any, what are, what are your thoughts? And uh, just kind of let us know. Well, I, I'm a rocker, so sure. there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to it once. The museum in Cleveland. The museum. Mm-hmm. It was all right. I was very disappointed by the amount or lack thereof of uh, Bob Dylan stuff. Okay, yeah. Oh. Like that had, seems like an obvious yeah, choice. They had one piece of paper he'd written some lyrics on. They had nothing else they about? nothing else. No pictures of him? I think it was in the basement at the time. You know, they <laughs> rotate stuff. But I'm like, how about, you right. know, you'd think that would kind of be in the permanent collection. collection. Mm-hmm. I've got to imagine that it's Dylan's doing. Oh, do you think he was Maybe. like, he's here's one a... single piece of paper and put it in the basement? Yeah, he's I do. He's a prickly pear. He's, he sure is. <laughs> uh, but I got to imagine that he's just like, no, I don't, uh, I'm not going to give you anything for your museum. Or like, how do you even contact Bob Dylan? You know, it's just he's like there's a bird, all... Yeah, it's definitely yeah. some sort of shadow puppetry on the sky. <laughs> 
now, when it comes to the annual induction ceremonies, mm-hmm. I know you and I have discussed online when oh, these things rear okay. their heads every year. Uh, and so you parties and you yeah. know. So you plug in. You plug in uh, to to oh. the rock hall. You care. Oh, am I plugged in? I, yeah. I care mostly through Joe. Mm-hmm. I care a little. Do you right. care enough to get? Angry? Oh, I care. Yeah, I don't have to care to get angry. That's see, that's, <laughs> that's where yes, this is how I've moved to ambivalence is now because I get mad about yeah. stuff about it and I'm like outraged that about Whitney Houston you isn't didn't in care it. about it all. Two yeah, weeks, three and it's weeks like ago. now I have a freaking opinion about something that. <laughs> oh yeah, I've listened to a few. Your Whitney position is noted. Oh boy, yeah. I know. <laughs> Quite. Yeah, I have, I have a few. You're gonna start a side podcast just about yeah getting it'll Whitney be into pro Whitney anti Moody Blues. Those are my two most notable yeah. stances <laughs> then That's i'll the do p- occasional bonus episodes about dolly parton and, and, pat, benatar. <laughs> and pat benatar and then uh <laughs> look at all look at all these these uh, uh tenets of your doctrine that were not in existence before this podcast how did this happen to me well, i was loath to suggest a uh, straight white man yeah for this week no but oh, i don't want to spoil that no it's, oh, it's okay they read the description okay. probably they know. uh He's a Russian Jew, if that helps. It so. always. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, helps who, though? <laughs> um, have you ever seen an, an an induction video or... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure... What the Mike the... Love is... Okay. Uh, yeah. See, right. I still have not watched oh, it. Honey. I need to watch it at some so point. So we, we... It's art. We now have a... I've heard of it. We have a Twitter account. about it. We have a brand new Twitter account, at uh, Rock Hall Pod, and more or less the first thing I posted on there was the Mike Love video. Wow, I got I wasn't following yet. I right. guess. <laughs> well, I she doesn't see, care about I it. Did, well, I saw Wednesday. I love the new segment on the on the W H E N's Day. Wednesday, then, which is when is this artist going to get inducted? Oh. And it's a poll, and the first one was about fucking Whitney Houston. So you know, mm-hmm. I did a little voting. I yeah. got a little. What's the handle? That's some content at Rock Hall Pod. Yeah. I, I replied. I added them. I said. Mm-hmm. How did you get Rock Hall Pod? I know, man. Can you believe it? Gosh. <laughs> I had to talk to a lot of people. <laughs> make a lot of deals behind closed doors. Wow. Uh, yeah. Getting a follow. But yeah, we have, we have a Twitter account now. And also, this is our first episode of the Streamlined Podcast. Can you feel how streamlined it's already become? <laughs> it's a brand new day, baby. <laughs> Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall 2.0. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so James, what, what, uh, make, what makes it more streamlined? It's Cutting been... out s- questions like that? Nope. <laughs> yeah. This will all be edited out, which <laughs> is how it's streamlined. We're leaving it in, but but it's going to be purposeful, right, Joe? And Joe decides the purpose. Yes, I decide our fate. Wait, what's happening? No, what's the yeah? There's like, tell us what's happening. Oh, so essentially the. We have let our podcast get a little long uh, in in the tooth, <laughs> uh, but we're we're kind of keeping it tight and then having more curated segments okay. and uh, just trying to get to things a little quicker, especially since after, you know, we've at this point, this is episode 19, the kind of first act of the podcast is getting to be a lot of the same subjects. Sure. Uh, or the same subjects, at least at, at this point in There's the- There's only one hall. Right. There is. <laughs> But Maybe it is, this segment of the podcast is still general hall chat, though. Mm-hmm. Hall general, chat. general hall chat. Hall monitoring. Yeah, hall right. monitoring. Yes. Oh, can we call it that? Sure. Let's call it hall monitoring. Yeah. High five. Great. I love it. I'm I here do, for man. it. Great job. 
Well, okay, so do you care? So then do you care who gets put in or do you just enjoy being outraged? <coughs> I enjoy um, being outraged and just shit talk like talking shit about music is mm-hmm. you know, one of my favorite pastimes. I was yeah. doing it before podcast. I was doing it before rock halls. Mm-hmm. Were people be having conversations after. before podcasts? Huh. I don't. Uh, they didn't matter. Cannot yeah. confirm this. If a conversation happens and it wasn't <laughs> recorded on a podcast, did it really happen? Not even. That's our. That's the new existential question uh, of 2018. I know. <laughs> I'm blowing minds <laughs> over here. But um. Uh. And so did you? But you've never been like. It doesn't stick with you, and you don't know. You don't memorize any facts. You don't care truly. I. Do I wouldn't say I'm a Paul head. A Hall, I mean a Hall. A Paul head. A Paul head. Are you a Paul head though? What about Schaefer? He's pretty. Well, I love that new Paul McCartney song. Can we talk oh. about that? Oh, Have God. we heard this? Um oh. yes, I heard Holy it because Holy shit. Um Wait, what? it is terrible. What is it called? It is like if you he he does a little I'm trying to remember it's like if you turn me on, I'll turn you on. <laughs> like what it is it? It sounds like a bank commercial, first mm-hmm. of all. The music. It sounds like the music that would be on a bed for like, we're sorry, we stole your home but we're <laughs> working to make ourselves better uh-huh. um like this yeah. nice light music and then the song is uh f- like fuh you f-u-h and it's about how he wants to fuck you wait paul mccartney Dude, i'm not making this up i couldn't i'd be insane no that yeah that would be a, a wild thing to wait who was asking for this nobody's asking I, for no this. it's really disturbing also uh, Paul, 70, you don't like have eight. to do this. Like, you don't have to do is uh, like, yeah, I, of I don't course know not. why you oh, would do this. I I know why. I think because Paul McCartney is at a level of no fame and, and popularity. That this is a bad idea. That's true. Also, and because of who his main <laughs> base is, audience wise, he can put out anything, and a lot of people will buy it still, because his main, his core fan base is still people who buy records. So it's like it's easy money. Yeah, but he doesn't need money. No, it's not for him. It's for you know he just had his to put ex-wife who gets world. half of all his that, money. That is not a, a bad guess. It might be. Maybe going he to just the... wants to let people know he's hey, he's out there swinging again. That is, is. I think that's also he's true. Single. He's out no, there. He, nobody ever thought Paul McCartney was swinging. <laughs> oh, I'm swinging. Did you? <laughs> oh God! Are we all gonna do a pause now? No. I'd like to get to your knickers off. Did you look up the the lyrics or what this song is? Oh, the is? lyrics? Are... I wasn't sure what you were looking at. Well, also, yeah. I don't like Paul McCartney alluding to swearing. It doesn't feel right. I don't like Paul McCartney alluding to sex mm-hmm. right now. Well, sure. This is, <laughs> no, I'm not right this now. Is I mean, of all times. It's off-brand. Politically? I don't mind. I'm a, I don't, I'm, again, if you're in your 70s and you're still out there fucking, mm-hmm. like, you can't. Get yours. Go get yours. Yes. Yeah. But nobody's yes, asking for this. Right. Nobody... It's very uncomfortable. Yeah. The song is very uncomfortable. And it's extremely off-brand for Paul McCartney, like and you're saying. it's very off-brand. And also, it seems like, oh, this sounds mean. I don't want it to because I really do think it's totally mm-hmm. cool and good for people to, like, be exploring, like, their sexuality and also, like... um like staying relevant and all that. That's like I'm totally fine with that. I don't think there's anything. But this isn't pathetic about this isn't it. Prince this is, we're talking about. Yeah, this is like. But it, there is something. Paul sad. does love songs. He there doesn't is, do yeah. like I want to get up in them guts, girls. He could do, but he. I mean, but like I want you. <laughs> oh, I wish he did though. Like uh, that's the thing. Did he write "I Want You"? See, she's so happy. No, that it's was Lennon. Lennon. Okay, but I just mean like all Paul McCartney songs from the Beatles are like. 
Joan was a quizzical, studying at a physical. It's all about like hammers and, you know, I just going to church. Like even this song feels like a like a oopsie doopsie doodly doopsie Paul song. That's like just this sweet dumb love song, and then he just throws these words in there. It's I just want to know how you feel. Want a love that's so proud and real. You want to make me go out and steal. I just want it for you. I just want to for you. Ugh. So it's it's at at once both standing for four. Like I want it for you, but then it's also supposed to be cheekily. Be. Oh. I still hate it. But it's cheekily trying to also be. Yeah. But fuck also, you. I want to say this. It, this seems like um, like. That's a thing that they do in like hip hop songs. Yeah, it sounds like, like he heard like, the radio. La and, was and like, fa, like mm -hmm. L U H and F U H, yeah. are things that they do in hip hop songs. Of course, and this yeah. seems like a very sad attempt at relevance, and a that makes yes. me feel sad exactly. for him. Yeah, and I don't, I don't need to feel sorry for a fucking beetle, no, and I don't not need when to Ringo's feel still alive exactly. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes all the sympathy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You know, I don't need to feel sad for him. Also, he's like a millionaire and beyond, uh, oh, beyond yeah. you know, and like just quit it. Mm -hmm. Wow. Glad you miss said that you were a Paul head. <laughs> you, you really, yeah. really led us to this one. I Thank was, you. I was about to get into top, your top rock Paul's. Yeah. Your, oh, top rock Paul's. <coughs> My top rock Paul's? Rock Paul's. Top rock Paul's. What, oh. what are your top rock Paul's? McCartney, oh. Simon. Uh, Sean Paul. Oh boy, fucking asshole from Kiss. He's at the bottom. Oh, Stanley. Yeah, yeah. Paul Stanley. Uh, Paul Weller is the jam, right? Okay, he might be my number one. He's good. Yeah. Uh, there's Paul Young. Yeah. Uh, every Peter, time you go, Peter Paul and Mary are probably in there, right? Okay. Paul. Paul Carrick, who it was temporarily the lead singer of Squeeze when they did Tempted. Is Squeeze Squeeze isn't in? No. Oh, I do love Squeeze, Squeeze is though. somehow underrated. Isn't I that weird? agree really with good. you. Mm -hmm. so, they have, like, more songs than you mm -hmm. know that well, are great. And also, and it's because it's not cool. It's not a cool type of music. It's a little too close to easy listening. Yeah, and they had a lot of range. Like, they really don't have, like, one sound. They have a lot of different kinds right. of Right, well, like I was saying, songs. Paul Carrick was the lead on Tempted, which does not sound like... Mm -hmm. Pulling muscles from sh from the shell, which is right. Glenn Tilbrook, and like they had, yeah, they had a wide range of uh, sounds. And I think I think it's because their music can be played in an office at any time. Well, and I think that that like Sting is Sting in there for solo. No, the police no. are like, in. Sting is not, in. Sting is not in there for solo. So. Sting has been nominated for. Can solo, I say though. also sidebar? This Please. is uh, L.A. specific, but eighty-eight five. What the fuck happened to you? Oh. Oh, Mama, yeah. what you are happened to me? To you. I have texted mm -hmm. Joe Enough about with this. the sting. What happened? They merged with Fields of gold. They merged Fields of with no. They, they merged with another that? lamer radio station. It's terrible. And mm -hmm. they incorporated a ton of adult contemporary Ugh. music. And it's it's unfortunate. Yes. It's very unfortunate. I will still I listen like, because they're, they're still holding on to yeah, some Nick of Harcourt this stuff. Harcourt is still around. Harcourt's still around. Yeah. And they're still doing the 60s at 6. And they still have that lady who does... Uh, Julie Slater? Maybe, yeah. Is she the Out whole on a cafe? Limb? 
She's, cafe. Well, World, World Cafe, cafe is a, a, it's a syndicated, syndicated from program. Philly. But they uh, still Talia Schlanger yeah. yeah, does World Cafe, right. and she's, she's the best. She's great. And she's they still the do World Cafe, which is untouched by any... Uh, That's so good. And yeah. I love her because they used to have a male host. David that, Dye, I, that who sounded 90. He sounded really old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, when they replaced him, I was like, oh, phew. Like, mm-hmm. he was quite old sounding. Uh, he sounded like he always was, like currently in the act of eating soup right yeah like that was a, that's a weird shtick yeah. for the radio <laughs> it was not great <laughs> I, yeah i hated it but uh kcsn uh is still Ugh. my go-to though because they're the only place where you're going to hear an artist like warren zevon yes for you're sure. not going to hear any other you're not going to hear warren zevon pretty much anywhere else outside of werewolves of london uh, on like maybe insane. uh especially in california it's right? insane uh, He's ign- ignored in his own backyard, man. Goddamn. Well, let's talk about. Let's Warren talk about Zivon, Warren Zevon. Can I begin? Because I know the. Because I know we always. Should Can I begin. step on our guest toes? Just for a well, I should just begin by saying because I don't know almost anything about Warren Zevon. Okay. And that's why I. That's it's like usually the person who knows the least should just say what they know, and sure. then we can go from there. What do you know? So much to know. Werewolves in London. Yeah. Um, I know that he plays the piano. Do you know lawyers? You've heard lawyers, guns and money. You've had to have heard. I mean, I probably have. I couldn't sing it to you Mm -hmm. for sure. We'll we'll play it a little bit later. Oh, I'm excited. I'm. I. I. We were playing a little bit of a song that I didn't know when I was doing the sound check, and I thought I am going to like Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, music because this is music that I didn't know before that I that I never I mean I never was like yeah you know who I got to search out is Warren Zevon yeah and I never you know and you're you're a funny person funny people like yeah. Zevon comedians like mm-hmm. Warren Zevon he's, yeah. he's he's very he's got some witty lyricist yeah yes. he's no mm-hmm. would you put him on a Randy Newman level yeah, uh, yeah. sometimes I would I mean yeah. not you quite the Randy Newman show in the way that he could both yeah. And I love Randy Newman. We and were at like, the Randy Newman show. We oh, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, yeah, I yeah. listened to your Randy Newman show. Oh, no. Show. We were at the Randy that. Newman show recently. No, I didn't at, know about the it Hollywood Bowl. I listened to your podcast. Uh, it was... Was it great? It was incredible. It was I had, awesome. We had such a great time. He's super funny. Like, yeah. Like, in between songs, like, he's yeah. he's really... Uh, he did... Did he do Guilty? <laughs> yes, he did oh, do Guilty. It was it was a cool... I, I cried at a new song. Oh, <gasps> or at least I teared up at this new song the called "Wandering of, Boy." That one. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. The one of oh it, my I was, god, because I, I, I cried. Just assumed I was not gonna listen to his new album because like it's his album from this year. No, but his new stuff like there will be one or two songs on there that you're like, okay, that's in the canon. Yeah, of, like you're great. It shit. Was, I was so shocked. gorgeous. I'd I never mean, heard it my eyes, I was crying. Not shocking, but uh, <laughs> I was crying too. It was beautiful. He is very funny and interesting, and I did love his pattern. Again, this was someone that I didn't really care about right. at all, and I went and I was like, all right, we all went like a group of people, and there was like half the people really loved Randy Newman, and the other half were like, well, we'll see what this is about. Uh-huh. When it's an eighteen dollars well, interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and he, really he is, is an entertainer. But he like, did... almost like in the throwback. He can tell you a story and then go into the song. You yeah, know what I mean? joke. Yeah, then, like yeah. a like a piano man. Uh, mm-hmm. But he definitely at one point dropped the R word. It was he just he's not that woke yet. Like like Reap? he's he. Yeah, yeah, special yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. He, he did, did it. and uh, he did it just like whoop boom, and, mm-hmm, and it got a, got like, a big oh, laugh. And yeah, <laughs> it, was, it really did. <laughs> it really did. It really did. It was just so funny because <clears throat> it was like he's he's like you know 
he's an old liberal. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, he's obviously he on the right like, side. Yeah, like he does, he just didn't know yet. He probably didn't realize. Like For I don't sure. think, like my, when I didn't, it didn't come up as like a word you shouldn't say until I was an adult already. Mm-hmm. Like my sister, who is fourteen years younger than me, when she was in high school, there was a whole big like campaign called. Uh, oh, it was like the. It was basically the campaign don't to end a, the don't, word. Don't be a Newman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, I can't remember what the there was like a yeah, fun there, there's name. Yeah, there's a there's I know exactly yeah, what like you're the day without yeah, the there's word like some or whatever. Old stand-up clips of me on YouTube, and I'm like horrified. I'm yeah. like, oh, I just used to say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and oh. not really think twice because, totally. like, you know, we grew up just saying that, yeah. not even and thinking not in even your mind, thinking that, that it would hurt yeah, anybody's exactly. feelings at all, not even thinking about it even a little. Yeah. So it was interesting. It just had never made it to him, and there was that moment. So the crowd is like, woo, because he basically was like. Oh, you, and he was also making a joke about like boys versus girls. Yeah, he was talking about kids. He was talking about like raising kids and oh, okay. Like, no, like yeah, another, he wasn't was like, like boys rule, girls drool, no, and then dropped the it, R word. Had him just screamed it out of nowhere. <laughs> then said, "All right, I'm out." Hey. Then said, "PC was, police, why can't I play college campuses anymore?" Yeah, like, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he pulled he pulled the other Newman <laughs> Seinfeld. Uh, um, right. But it was funny. Uh, he was basically, you know, he like reinforced the old stereotype of like boy kids are stupid and girl kids are smart. And uh, then, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, it's fine. But his lyrics are more yeah. overly yes. comical than Zevon. Zevon's more like a sly, occasionally sarcastic. Uh, yes. More a death obsessed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like. Sings a lot about like revolutionaries and coups mm-hmm. and like yeah and he co- he did he co-write some songs with straight up like novelists i feel like yes, he, a couple times straight up novelists uh, yeah like carl heisen uh, is am i saying that right yeah and, i don't, I don't uh i feel I, this is a weird one i feel like there the was Tuesday some say with maury guy? yeah mitch album he, yeah, there he was did a, a thing hockey with, song with what? him yeah called Wait, punch somebody uh, where hockey da- song? where day a song about a hockey player who was a goon mm-hmm. called punch somebody and david letterman sings like sings like one of the backup vocals on it it's weird Whoa. yeah so he he has like yeah <coughs> connections to literary uh yeah. literary world uh and what's your uh, a lot of strange connections like the whole he used to take like play like uh he used to live near stravinsky, stravinsky when he was a kid and he used would, to music lessons and would take piano lessons from igor from stravinsky. igor stravinsky and his dad was like this, like mob- mobster guy. It was like mm-hmm. Bugsy Siegel's, like one of his guys. I am. It's a yeah. yeah. I mean, I he am... comes from an interesting background. Oh, I'm for intrigued. Sure. I can't believe there hasn't been like a really good feature doc about him yet. Yeah, because it's such an mm-hmm. interesting life. Yeah, and then his death is so compelling. Mm-hmm. Wait, he what's like really his went death? out, and they really they really dignity. documented his, yes. his death. Wait, okay. So, so roll roll it back uh-huh. and and catch me up. All right, guys, we've really sure. I've, I've heard a lot. He lived. He, he died. He lived. He died he in the middle. He ate a sandwich and made a he enjoyed it and made a record with David Letterman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, what is even happening? Well, he was because- Letterman's go-to guy. He was, Every time Paul was gone, because he looks, he had the Paul Schaefer glasses. I'm looking, at a, all the glasses. I'm looking yeah. at a picture of him. I just looked at a picture of him because I was like, "Is he hot?" <laughs> he interested. had a look, yeah. But he filled he, in for Paul Schaefer. But too. he was like running buddies with like Jackson Brown and shit. So he always felt like second banana. Yeah, in LA, I mean, I'm he's sure. certainly second banana looks wise to Jackson. And Brown. like he had, he was hair. And that's he was okay. obsessed he, with. People with good hair, which is why mm-hmm. the live versions of Werewolves of London are always great. 
because he's always like making fun of Jackson Brown's yeah, hair. Screaming his hair was perfect. Or, yeah. Oh, and, his hair was perfect. Yeah. Oh. But Jackson Brown. And Werewolves of London is about like fucking pretty boys in L.A. That's be- I'm like he looks kind of like Phil Spector though. I'm like I wanted oh, to make sure I'm cer- not crazy. A certain angle, certain angle. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. I think I that's at- racist. But, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but Warren Zevon. He was obsessed with like his hair. Like there's, yeah. It's like Gary. What Gary Shandling's ass was to him. <laughs> that's what Warren Zevon's hair was to him. Yeah, there's a lot. So when Warren Zevon, uh, he like never went to the doctor and then uh, found out he had mesothelioma. At, from asbestos? Yeah. And, I know that from commercials. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he also s- smoked a lot. Yeah. He 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 was a drug addict and a... He was a big drinker. A- al- alcoholic, probably yeah, more but so. He, he kicked it pretty early, actually, because mm-hmm. he was that bad. He um, was a wild man. But when he, d- when <laughs> he found out he was going to die, he let a camera crew in for the recording of his last album. <gasps> yeah, and there's a really good VH1 like hour long thing mm-hmm. about it yeah and what was it called the wind was the, the al- yeah, is that. the album and okay. it's a great album it is really really good it's uh, amazing he went out his last three or two of the last three mm-hmm. i'd say were very strong he had a good outfit and that towards it. last album like won two grammys posthumously yeah and it, it had a lot of guest performers how old was he when he died 56 I think. <gasps> like that. that's so young yeah 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, he went to the doctor, and they were like, you have three months to live. And he ended up living long enough to, like, cut this album, see it come out, mm-hmm. uh, do the last Letterman oh thing. Where Letterman had him on as the only guest for the whole night, which was really great. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And he, and he, he sang uh, I'll, I'll Sleep When I'm Dead. Uh, I don't know. Did he? He did. I've... Yeah, and then the very last song was uh, Rolling the Headless Thompson Gun, because mm-hmm. that was Letterman's favorite. Right. Make a documentary yes, about this. Absolutely. I have incited many documentaries on this podcast <laughs> and just throw this on the list. Like, again, I am like, I think the Leslie Gore documentary needs to get made first. What's the <laughs> other one that I've been, what's the other one that we've uh, talked about? Leslie is a. Leslie's the big one. That's the, the one I remember. Did somebody else need to get one? Well, they're not as important as the Leslie one. I want the Leslie <laughs> one out there. That one's number one. And I'm slotting Warren Zevon in at number mm-hmm. two for documentaries. At Rock Docs, I'd like to see get And made. you could get a lot of people to oh, be on yes. camera for that. It's pretty nuts. His like his people, reach is crazy. The people who've played on his albums, the pe- I mean Jackson Jackson Brown produced a lot of his Linda albums. Ron, Linda Ronstadt co- like He's had hits with like three musician. of his songs. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Like <laughs> all all the Eagles are all on Eagles. a bunch of his albums. It's uh, the only good shit the Eagles ever did were backup sing backup on his songs. So yeah. The Eagles best career is backup cuz they did backup for Randy Newman, uh-huh. backup for Linda Ronstadt, backup for Bob Seger. Backup vocals on the French Inhaler are, you get into the Hall of Fame just for that. Now, is Linda Ronstadt in the <laughs> she HOF? Is, she is. She is. And I, I was uh, watching her induction today because I wanted because I wanted to see Wally Wachtel, who was- What is, is, is that, that name? Is that pronounced correctly? Wachtel? Tell me. Do you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, so I think you're trying... uh, The name sounds familiar, but- that... Zivon's closest collaborator- was, oh, was oh, this oh, session yes. guitar was player. Was also Fozzie's catchphrase. He kind of looks like uh, a Muppet. <laughs> but yes, his name's Wally Waka Waka. Um, Wally Wachtel, maybe, is... Uh... Yes. Anyway, like he, 
he wrote Werewolves of London and a bunch of songs with Warren Zevon and was on nearly every album. Really good session guitarist. And I didn't know what he looked like, so I looked him up and I thought, oh, this guy has played at the induction ceremonies before. Right? Really? And I, just a I, ringer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's just like an incredible session musician. And he was playing with Cat Stevens and he was playing with Linda Ronstadt specifically, which made sense with the Zevon connection. A Waddy Wachtel. Wa- okay, there it is. Waddy Waddy Wachtel. Waddy Wachtel. <laughs> Um, oh, he is a wild-looking motherfucker. So Warren Zevon, <laughs> yes, right? Look he looks yes, like a session he, he musician. He looks like a Muppet, like in the Muppet band. Uh, so Warren Zevon became eligible <coughs> to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1994, a long time ago. So yeah, I, it, I'm shocked he's not in, to be honest. It's 20, yeah, 25 years after the first uh, released recording. Wait, I'm sorry, when was his? When was he eligible? 94. Oh! Because he had that one yeah. really early album in like the late sixties that like nobody bought, yeah. and then like I think sixty nine. What's considered his yeah. real first album is the self titled, which did he wrong came out someone? Like six seven years. I ago. mean, <laughs> well, well, I mean, I don't think so. That's the thing is he has so many friends in the industry, but he was also he's I don't know. People just didn't know how to market him, kind of, because you know he's kind of had a little Tin Pan Alley songwriter singer songwriter, mm-hmm. but he's also but he's also very like modern in like terms of like lyrically and stuff. Uh, I mean, he he name checks Echo Park, and he did it before it was cool. <laughs> he does in a song called Carmelita. Carmelita. Wait, can I ask about it's the best LA songs of anyone who ever lived? I don't know why. I'm there's... so interested now. Gosh, I'm love. I <laughs> I hate in this town you go and on the jukebox this. it's Chili Peppers and Doors, and you're like, you fucking <laughs> assholes had the doors. best singer songwriter of the last mm-hmm. hundred years, and you don't even give a shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like, um, if Desperado's Under the E's w- was on in a bar, you'd put that on all the time. At du- at, at, at at dusk or dawn or either one. Either one. And you don't mean Desperado, yeah. the Eagles song. That's no. what I was like, Desperado's what under does the you mean? Right. Oh, Desperado's Under the Eaves? You, you know that one? I, yeah, that's the one. That's the other <laughs> one I know. That'd be insane if that's, that's the one the you o- knew. <laughs> that's the other one I know. Definitely. For sure. Wow. I love that one. Desperado. It's a, it's a, it's a poem. You better be under the eaves. <laughs> uh, so the the Rock Hall does not publicize uh, or make public the criteria that they use to right. uh, determine someone's worthy to be inducted into the Rock Hall. Uh, but... As you may already know, I have devised my own set of criteria, <laughs> so so that we can, we can try to get a sense of uh, someone's potential as an inductee. So we're going to go through the categories and talk about Warren. Real quick, so how many yes. has he been nommed? He has never been nominated. That's oh, not no that noms, right? Really? Never been nominated. Non-nom. That's crazy, man. He's a non-nom. How like, long have Jackson Brown and the Eagles been in there? So the Eagles... They've been in there forever. Eagles are FYE, as we say. Yeah. So they got in immediately in, in 98, I believe. Yeah, and then Jackson Brown got in... It somehow, <laughs> Jackson Brown got in in 2004. So he wasn't FYE, but he was like, it was close. You know? when, did the, when did the Ronstadt? Ronstadt got in 2014. Yeah, I thought, so not that long, I, thought I remembered her as being recent. Yeah. yeah. And she did not, uh, sidebar, she did not perform. She does not perform at all anymore. She has Parkinson's. Right. Oh. Uh, she also wasn't there uh, she in addition to not performing. I think maybe because she was just like, I'm not going to perform. What am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, the tribute performance for Linda Rodstadt is incredible. Who does it? It is Carrie Underwood, okay. Cheryl Crow, 
Stevie you Nicks. You know how I feel about Cheryl Crow. Emily Lou Harris. <laughs> and Stevie Nicks and, and Emily Lou Harris. And, it's and nuts. I don't think Carrie Underwood Emily sucks Lou. at all. Carrie Underwood is great and, and sings the. And, Bonnie, and Bonnie Raitt, excuse me. Emily Lou's <gasps> not in. And Bonnie Raitt. Emily Lou's not in, right? Emily Lou is not in. She's Wait, and Bonnie Raitt. Is Bonnie, is Bonnie oh, okay. in? Bonnie is in, yeah. Great. My oh, mom loves yeah. Bonnie. My mom and I saw Emily okay, so Lou Harris Bonnie's and Bonnie Ray. I love Bonnie, but what the hell? Well, Bonnie, Bonnie had a late resurgence in the late yeah, 80s. Yeah, she did get that, like, to talk about. That's yeah. true. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes love just ain't enough. You got to get those votes too, um, baby. But how, how incredible. Are you telling me you've never cried alone to the song Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough? That song, you I hear the opening yeah, she has a great cover of uh, Guilty. You really don't know. <laughs> by Randy Newman. Sometimes Love Just Ain't Enough by Bonnie Sing a little Ray. bar. Sing a f- couple bars for me. Uh, <clears throat> uh, here Desperado. in the darkness Sometimes these you... final hours I will lay down. Nah, this sounds oh lame. My God. Is this newer? No, it's from oh. like the same time as give him something to talk about. I feel so like. late, late 80s. Oh, but but this newer. I think the reason James brings that up is because Bonnie Raitt had a career in the early 70s. Yeah, back oh, when she yeah. was like a shit-kicking guitar player. Yeah, yeah. my mom loves Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. She, my mom loves it's blues guitar. It's a requirement as a and, mom to love yeah. Bonnie Raitt. Well, my mom loves blues Too guitar secular. in general. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. She and the Oak Ridge Boys? Then get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Let's go through these criteria. Oh, yes. yes, that's right. All right. See, this is what happens when we try to streamline. I'm just going to insert it in later. <laughs> critical acclaim. Warren Zevon I, was like a critical darling. Five out of five. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, the the critics loved Warren Zevon. Like, look at Rolling, today, Rolling Stone, like in 1980, called him like one of the four best songwriters. Songwriters, yeah, of all time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But are they still putting him on the cover like they are Jim Morrison? Well, no. We, I'm I'm going to look this didn't. up. He didn't take enough shirtless pics. Maybe in the in the break, let's let's look this up. See how often <laughs> no, no. Jim Morrison has been on, on. I would like to have an actual statistic of what kind of old dinosaurs have been on the cover. Rolling Stone. Now, did Jim Morrison get in yeah. for his solo poetry? <laughs> Every year, I would I give would it up. love 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 to know that statistic. Yes. That is a list I would be. Oh, uh, we'll look Springsteen's it up. Springsteen still got to have the most covers ever, right? I bet Lennon. Oh, I think I either Lennon or Dylan. Dylan, yeah, they put Dylan's Dylan, probably Dylan. I think it's Dylan. Well, right, I think it's Dylan, Lennon, Jim Morrison. I don't. All th- shirtless. I, my guess is Jim Morrison isn't up there. Really? I just, I just feel like it feels so bet, stupid. I bet and Hendrix is above. Anyway, uh, so critical acclaim, great in spades. Uh, yeah. Classic albums, uh, I think ex- all of the songs. Say in excitable his top- boys. Yeah. I think you could say Excitable Boy is a classic album. It sold a lot. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It was platinum, and uh, th- that's probably the only one that I would say is like a classic. Classic. I would lose maybe the one song off of it. Yeah. Well, but, hold on. Which one? Uh, what is it? The kind of disco-y one. Is that tenderness on the block? No, tenderness, tenderness on the block. I rules. don't know. Uh, uh, it is Carmelita is... go like this. Carmelita jump. Yes. Is that that? Mm. <laughs> uh, I had not listened to Excitable Boy the whole way through in a, in a long time. When you say and Excitable there was... Boy, I just hear Typical Girls. Is it Bad Luck? No, that's no. the name of the album. It, it was anyway. something. It's, it was uh... something that stuck out to me. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, shit. Let me look. It we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, but in terms of the albums, and that... the album before that. The self-titled is yeah that one that one's pretty close. I don't know if I would yeah. put it in the. It's definitely a great album, in and his. most right. of his output was really really good. Uh, but Excitable Boys maybe he had the a couple one. of those weird uh, like eighties production. Mm-hmm. You in know, his Spotify top ten, 
almost everything is from that album with the excitable boy yeah right his top 10 so let's talk seven of the top 10 are let's talk uh iconic songs then Mm -hmm. the next category Uh, let's talk about so obviously werewolves of london is an iconic song uh it's the most i think by a mile uh, yeah, but I mean, then let's talk about uh, <laughs> literally everyone in the world has heard that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about uh, maybe some recognizable songs yeah. after that. The first one I would say is Laura's Guns and Money. My Play time it. in the switching yard. Okay, that's All the right. one. Sorry, that so, was driving me crazy. Lawyers, yeah, lawyers, Guns and Money's here. It's on karaoke things. That's how I mm-hmm. gauge a lot of. Oh, this stuff. that's true. That's a good. That's a good gauge. Like they'll have two Zevon songs. If they have two Zevon songs, this this will definitely be <laughs> number, number two. two. Yeah. Guns, germs, and steel. Do you recognize it? No. Do you want me to jump, jump up yeah. further? Do you want me to sing yeah. it? Does it go? Desperado. Oh, waitress. <laughs> I mean. Gotta protect your fences. I woke up I'm with a waitress the way I always do. How was I to know she, she was, was with the, the Russians, Russians too. too? Boom, you're in. It's great. I'm gonna jump. So a that's bit an to opening. The that's show an me, opening. Show me the chorus. To show my ears the chorus. That's your catchphrase. Yeah. Show my ears the chorus. Show my ears the chorus, baby. That was pretty much it. Listen, I'm telling you right now, I've never heard this song, but it kicks and I like it. So okay. thank you for that. After that, but there's there kind of I'm an innocent bystander. But there weren't really any um, pianos. I wasn't hearing a ton of piano in that. Was I not listening hard? Maybe you weren't listening hard, but it's in there. It's it's kind of guitar driven, though. Okay. Um, it was a guitar after Lawyers, Lawyers, Guns, and Money. I think there is a drop in terms of recognizability, but I think songs that are worth mentioning, Excitable, Excitable Boy, Boy, which is the the title track of that album, Excitable which is Boy. a very fucked up song about it's a brilliant. a prom night where the Excitable Boy it's a song about toxic masculinity. Yeah. Oh wait, I might know this song. And, yes, and wait, wait, play the song. Like, oh, he's just an excitable boy. How men, because of toxic masculinity, get away with blah blah blah. I'm just trying to murder you on the actual song murder. Yep. Yeah. You, it's working. I'm pla- uh, I'm, all right, I'm playing it. Let me. Like this is a great example of his sense of humor. Just he's just an excitable boy. Like, yeah, I've heard. I think I've heard this song on KCSN. They they do like to play it. And I was like, what the f is this? But yes, I've definitely heard this song. I have definitely heard this song because I remember hearing it, being like, whoa, timely. Mm-hmm. And it was written right? in the damn seventies. It's a brilliant song. Uh, yeah, like, no, this song like is he's awesome. He's just an excitable boy. Yeah, yeah. this song is awesome. And he's, I mean, he's great straight time. up murders. And that's like yeah. his. I think this is the best example of his wit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just that really dry, really dark. Builds a cage obsessed. with her bones. <laughs> Well, just he's just after he gets out. Yeah, right. He digs he, he her, digs her grave. <laughs> he digs her out of her grave and builds a cage with her bones. And he just sings he's it. So just an excitable boy. And then, then the backup. Do do Does he? Um, Sorry about that. Wait, listeners. so he does go to jail in it? Yes, and he then gets out. Yeah. Gets uh, out, digs her up, builds a cage of her bones. And then another does he, song. Does he himself live in the cage of her bones? <laughs> I'm not, Seems weird I'm not that sure about it. Really, I mean, that's for you to like, yeah, make interpret. The story. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and, like make the characters last longer. That's a great thing about art. <laughs> <laughs> Lin- so, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Linda Ronstadt had Linda Ronstadt had a big hit with the song "Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me," oh, which was a Zevon song. song. We'll, we'll hear. Uh, also, I believe I like. I don't know how true this is, but I think this is also a song about Jackson Brown and how. 
Yes. How much pussy he got. Sorry. But how and, sad his song how sad still works. Yes. Yeah. Which is great. So he was making fun of Jackson Brown because a lot of Jackson Brown songs are really sad. And he's kind of like, fuck you, you, like you the most so the prettiest man on <laughs> yeah. earth. Sing like, oh, oh my, my poor life. Um, also, a thing that this is reminding me is that I know almost nothing about Linda Ronstadt other than her name. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. She's, she, she's got one of the best voices and ever. She's incredible. Well, we'll get into that at some point, and I look forward to it. He I has, would say... He has a song called My Shit's Fucked Up. Yeah. That's in his top ten. Yeah, that's on his album he wrote uh, 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 called... Uh, that's a really good late period album, his third to last. Um, it's called Life Will Kill Ya. Oh, man. And it's all it's very death-obsessed. Death and, like, he put that album out, and I believe, like, two years later is when he got the... Diagnosis. The prognosis, yeah. Um, like, wow. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like it. I would also... I would also put Carmelita in terms of influence up there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like, a radio hit, but, like, Ron Statt had a, a hit with it as a cover. Yeah. Dwight Yoakam's covered it. People, we were and talking about this on another episode. Another... Talking about range for a cover. Okay, you got Ryan, Ron Statt, Dwight Yoakam, and Gigi Allen. Whoa. Whoa. Zivon. <laughs> This is a beautiful song about heroin addiction. Oh. So Zivon is similar to Nilsson in that way of what we were mm -hmm. talking about. Yeah. Wrote a lot of songs yeah. that you know from other artists. Oh, and he said Echo Park. Yeah. I heard it. Also, this has a lot of, you know, this has that country kind of. You could hear the Eagles covering this, and it would like yes. it would fit. Um, and then uh, from his kind of later period work, from the wind, keep uh, me in your heart is my a, funeral I think song. One of the most uh, devastating songs this about song a man who's just saying, "I'm, I'm dying. Please remember me." It's my funeral song. Oh my god. Uh. When did he write this song? When did he write this song? A year before he died. What did he know he was dying when yeah. he wrote oh, it? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah, it was all a part of. Yeah. And this song is called "Please Remember Me." It's called "Keep Me in Your Heart." <laughs> the song is called. Hey, it's Keep called, me in your heart. Hey, I'm dying over here. Uh, give your boy uh, a thought. Yeah. The song. This song is called hashtag Never Forget. Yeah. Yeah. This is a post time post 9-11 world it was written in. Uh, oh my gosh. I'm tied to you like the buttons on your blouse is one of my favorite. That's really, that's a really and I think that was nominated for song of the year. It's at the Grammys. That song. Did they play it during the memorials? Me. That'd be a good thing oh, to gosh, do. That would have been a good move. <clears throat> but I bet the Grammys fucked it up. So it, <laughs> when it comes to that category though, you know, it's like Zivon, and I think that's maybe the category that hurts Zivon the most, is that he's got, like, one big song that everybody else knows. Massive, one massive radio And hit. then if you're... And then a lot of mid. Mm -hmm, and if you're low. in the know, you know, like, because some of these songs, you're going to have to, you have to be kind of digging for them. You yeah. have to kind of be... I've always wondered why they don't get more play. Because, yeah, they're, I mean... Like, Sight of a Boy is a catchy friggin' tune. I have a and theory. And everyone from that <laughs> says the word rape. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> could be, could be. I don't uh, know. Have you heard what the kids are playing on the radio now? They're all, I want to fuck you. Yeah, they're all like, and I, I don't even love you, but I still want to fuck you. 
Uh, next category is commercial success. I mean, Excitable Boy went platinum, and he has a few other albums that went gold. He wasn't breaking the bank. It wasn't like he was selling, you know, twenty million. But yeah, he. Uh, it's so it's it's not like he toy. It's not like it was. It's a big star career where they didn't sell any albums. But it was right. It's kind of middle of the road. Uh, he sold a lot though. For yeah, like a, he had a nice little run, like Boy, from that might... self titled through like. Uh, but yeah, then he started just getting dropped. By, he got dropped by like it's three very, ladies in the eighties. It's I think. very funny to say big star and mean little star. star. Like, yeah. like to say yeah, big star like he had was a not big a star. star career, meaning he didn't sell a lot. Yeah, of right. <laughs> That's uh, pretty funny to me. Uh, longevity. I. Uh, I mean, yeah. he did, I mean, he's the not fact, still a. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the fact oh, wow. that he released I that. I know wow. it was, it was an uncouth joke. At least I didn't say the R word. I'm no, no new. would have lo- Warren would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> the the kind of height of his career was like you know mid to late seventies into. Mm. I mean, and he kind of dropped off in the eighties, but I think you do have to tip the hat to the fact that that last album, The Wind was so affecting and, and so uh yeah. well and it made. sold pretty good mm-hmm. i think i saw i think i read it made it to like 14 it was number 12 that's crazy it made it to number 12 which is pretty nuts that's uh, crazy and it was it was still before our current band. era where if like an old artist puts out an album it goes to number one right because this was still this was 2003 so that's uh, uh i'm sure he, and like i think he had, he had like three greatest hits packages i'm sure those sold okay yeah first one went went gold the, so oh, that, okay. the first uh, greatest hits album, A Quiet Normal Life, the best of Warren Zevon. <laughs> and so he was kind of a rapscallion about town, kind of like. Uh, it's not. That's not a terrible description. Yeah, uh, he was. He but was, a lovable one. Yeah. Oh, no. That's I mean, I think it, that's implied in the term rapscallion. His ex-wife wrote his biography, which is great. Wait, what? Yeah. And he famously wanted her to like not soften him at all. And like it is warts and all. Like, yeah, it, it's, that's great. It's honest. I think that's but really you can really feel the love that they had. It's he was he was a wild man. Well, and it, it does. It's kind of like reminds me of the like Nelson type stuff mm-hmm. where it's just like rap scallion about town, running with the young yeah, vampires drink, in drinking Hollywood, heavily. drinking heavily, and I've always saw you know, him being more jealous as like the of wild people man. with better hair. Yes, I'm sure he didn't do as well as the Eagles and Jackson Brown. So there's probably mm-hmm. a little darkness in his like yes. drink he was like the nerd in the corner who was the true genius wow right. why did you, know? you bring this guy in james <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't fucking know uh, next category is uh influence and innovation uh i don't know that he's i would say maybe maybe the darkness of his lyrics is a little innovative but yeah. definitely influence i mean i think he influenced his peers i mean just by the fact yes. that how many people were covering his songs uh, I think he had a lot of crossover influence too. Like I mentioned, like Dwight Yoakam's covered him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Isbell's covered him. Drive By Truckers do a great cover of uh, uh, that evil uh, song making fun of the South. What's it? Uh, uh, shit. It's not Redneck. No, I'm blanking. I know that I, song oh. now. No. Uh, Could it be the only all song of it? that has bursalosis in it? What's what bursalosis? <laughs> Is that a swear? Is that a swear that no, we don't know? No, it's a disease cows get. <laughs> Why do you know that? Because you're from Kentucky? Is that, That's not a thing that people in Kentucky just know. Play it all night long? Play it all night long. Thank okay. you. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. That song's incredible. And Drive-By Truckers do a really fun shit-kicking version of that. It's a dark song just making... Or, 
making fun of people who listen to Skinner. Mm-hmm. That's it's pretty incredible. Great. I love Ooh. it. Ooh. Uh, final category, does my mom know this person? Is Skinner, oh, I'm going to go, Skinner, yeah. Skinner's in? Skinner's the... in, although it took them a long time. Okay. Uh, weirdly. Well, okay. the hall doesn't like Southern Rock as much, does it? Uh, it depends. Like, Almond Al- Brothers, Southern Rock, yes. Right, but, but not Molly Hatch. <laughs> yes, for, correct. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, all right, does my mom know who Warren Zevon is? Yes, she does. Uh, my mom does, too, for sure. Shirley Fritz in no way. <laughs> no, uh, no way. No way. Uh, Shirley no way. Fritz. That's a firm yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, my mom definitely and for sure knows him. All right. So I think it's time for a verdict. Okay. Oh, I'll Kristen go first because I know so the least about this sh- artist should and I'm he, very influenced. Should he, will he, and when? All right. Should he? I'm going to say hell yeah, dude. Even though we don't need another SWM in the hall, I'm here for Zivon. Uh, I did hear he was a Russian Jew from somebody in another microphone. Um, uh, 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 will he? I think he will, just based on the company that he kept. Um, but, you know, it's probably going to be, I'm going to say we're looking at like 10 years. Um, and I think it's going to happen after they put out the doc, the rock doc about mm-hmm. him called uh excitable boy excitable boy uh ooh. or poor poor pitiful me is probably a little bit yeah better. or the oh. wind just about his death you know what mm-hmm. i mean but that already kind of exists that yeah. was like a vh1 special oh, okay well they'll use they'll borrow heavily from that so i think it'll be after that in the next 10 years when everything and it'll be streamable on netflix that's why okay it, great like that's why it'll get into the public consciousness very good what do you think me yeah um, first of all, I think, uh, Los Angeles, uh, get your head out of your house, ass. We need a, we need a, also war- get your head out of your house. We need a Warren Zivon, sta- Zivon statue. At least a mural. At least a mural. I'm get- yeah. I'm thinking on like Gower Avenue cause he sings about Gower. Mm-hmm. Or in Echo Park cause he sings about Echo no, Park. No, fuck Echo Park. Made out of heavy. heroin. It needs to be in a dirtier place. Like Echo Park's too cool but now. But Car- Carmelita is a street, right? Yeah. Isn't yeah, it? And, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So that's, that's maybe a little on the nose, but. Oh. Also, it's a statue, so. Yeah, brucellosis. The word I was yeah. <laughs> The cattle all have brucellosis. Just damn. put that in a song. Right? That's not easy to do. Um, What was the question? So should, should, he, should he, will he be inducted? When? <laughs> of course he, he should. When? What are you talking about? Will he, though? Probably not, because the hall's got its head up its butt. Damn. You don't think he ever will? Probably not. I mean, he's dead. What are they going to get out of him? He, they're not. Wow. Gonna, he's not going to come and play. Don't I mean, you think that Jackson Brown is going to stand up one day in that in the um, in the little meeting room? Well, Jackson Brown doesn't, in front doesn't of the go hoagie? to those. He doesn't go well, to those. Well, maybe meetings. he'll send someone from yeah, a music no critic. Use. I think what they get at what they get out of it um, is the people who would show up and perform. Yeah. yeah, I mean, do it before they're all dead. Right. Get Ronstadt to sing. Jackson Brown. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks loves him. Um, Henley. She, yeah. Uh, he lived with Mick Fleetwood and Stevie for a while, I think. Uh, he lived with, he, he lived with Buckingham have, and Nicks. Or Buckingham and Nicks. Yeah. And then McVie <laughs> and Fleetwood, both the Fleetwood and the Mac, play on Werewolves of London. Right. They are doing the ba- the rhythm oh, session, the bass and, and the drums of Werewolves of London. You could get Letterman to show up. You could. You could get when, Billy Bob Thornton. Boom. Yeah. So Letterman inducted Pearl Jam right. two years ago. And he straight up said in his speech, hey, why isn't Warren Zevon he in did? here? Yes. He's like, my can we man. get my friend Warren Zevon in here? Doesn't that make sense? And everybody applauded. And if you want more representation, we could get Meryl Marco to him, induct him. Because they were mm-hmm. buddies. She yeah. loved oh. I believe it. I remember she posted something. 
on the anniversary of his death this year of like a photo of them. It was really sweet. So is your verdict that no, he won't get in though? Uh, I think he will eventually. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of crazy he hasn't. I think so too. I mean, when you look at like the era of like the stuff they like that it could fits, give them more credit. It's right in the wheelhouse. It seems right in the wheelhouse. I can't um, believe he hasn't been nominated. It's weird. So what, what if you had to say when he gets inducted? Um, I don't know. I felt like there was kind of like a hip resurgence of his music like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It felt like a lot of hipsters and stuff were like rediscovering him. I don't know why. I mean, but I would like hear him and like hit bars and stuff a mm-hmm. little more. And I feel like that's past. So I think I think it could be like a decade. Okay. I mean, I, he's a singer songwriter. They they don't really, and he's dead. What maybe another person will do a cover. That might be what it takes. It could. It, yeah. Is it going to be? Uh, there's going to be a, a covers album actually to coincide <laughs> like with <laughs> to coincide with the documentary though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there have been some covers be albums. Like, Oh uh, really? Yvonne. Oh yeah. boy. Okay. Like right well, after none he of passed, this did it, then I don't know what will. Like it's deceptive. What I like about his music is like there's a lot going on because he can play the hell out of a piano, but he's not really show. His songs are still rather. They're kind of simple. Like there's weird like sevenths and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. they're easily coverable. Yeah, uh, and that's the hallmark of great songwriting. Uh, I think. Joe, yes. what do you think? I think he should. I think he will. I kind of thought. He was going to get nominated and inducted last year. Because that was a weak-ass year. uh, It was a weak-ass year. Also, off of Letterman. Don't I know it. I heard, girl. Letterman in front of everyone saying, induct Warren (laughs) Zevon. I kind of thought that was going to get him on the ballot. Wait, when did he say that? So when he inducted inducted Pearl Jam in 2017. No, we got to get the blues in That was like his, his like, Flint still doesn't have clean water, like, finish of the speech. He said, induct Warren Zevon. Yeah, it was was very much casually, like. him off. He ripped the mic back. But in the middle of the speech, he just went, why isn't my friend Warren Zevon in here? Shouldn't he be? That makes sense. It is crazy. So I thought he was going to be on the ballot. Schaefer involved in the non. Yes. Okay, that's he weird. Is. So that's the thing. That's who could stand up for Zivon him. Zevon would yeah. straight up lead Schaefer's band when Paul was yeah. doing stuff. He would come in and be the band leader yeah. when Paul was gone. Yes. So that is weird. What's weird? Well, here's what I think. I think if Warren Zevon showed up on the ballot, he would get in immediately. I think he's a great FYN contender. You think people just forget about him? I think just other artists are taking priority. You think people aren't yeah, keeping, like we keeping gotta him get, in their heart? We got to get Dire Straits in there, man. We really got to. I think. Hey, I, like, all right. I do like Dire Straits. Like and the, the package too. sold me, and I definitely was like noodle around on the guitar Knopfler. I like it. I want to talk love shreds. I like Romeo and Juliet. Oh, Romeo and Juliet. I think it could happen for Zevon in the next five years, but I'm going to conservative, conservatively guess five to ten. Okay, when was his... My man. I, mean, I think that's what's going to happen. Now, let's when, say... When is his death? Maybe if we get a good anniversary. It was 2003 oh, that he died, you know right? Or 2002 or 2003, yeah. It was 03 that the wind came out. Okay. So. so in five years, that'll be... We've got uh, be 20 a 20 anniversary, anniversary of, his of his death. That could be the moment. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's good thinking. All right, so let's say he's inducted. Who's inducting him? We've already mentioned yeah, a lot of it's people. It's going to be Letterman for sure. Or Jackson Brown. Or ja- yeah. Jackson yeah, I mean, Brown. Jackson Brown and him were so tight. Yeah. Or his ex-wife. That would, be, would not be his, would be would not be his ex-wife. <laughs> or, it could be wait, so I've many got people. a suggestion. Yeah. How about me? I need the pub. <laughs> I just spit out my <laughs> Is that short water. for publicity? Mm-hmm. I yeah. need the pub. So I think we've already, we've already thrown out a lot of artists uh, 
Like Has James. anyone else suggested themselves? Yes, on this I think they have. <laughs> or we've at least suggested the person. Yeah, normally they wait for us to suggest them. But uh... Uh, there's so there's yeah there's so many uh, both musicians and like comedians and actors and yeah uh, I think there's. A lot of contenders. Now, let, now they. Per- you know who would do it is fucking like Jimmy Fallon in character as Warren okay, Zevon. No. Could you stop? There's I'm no sorry. Could you stop? I'm just telling you right now that that is not out of the out of the possi- realm of possibility. I don't want Fallon near my Zevon. Okay, they do a tribute performance. They'll play three songs. What three songs do they play? Guns, Germs, and Steel. Oh my God. <laughs> Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. <laughs> Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, and then Typical Girls. There uh, you go. So I think they're obviously going to do. I was going to do Werewolves of London. I'd say, well, okay. Yeah. I think. Gotta, what's interesting? Uh, sometimes, some yeah. Sometimes his daddy doesn't have a say <laughs> in not doing that one. Uh, and then I think, I don't think you do the big three from Excitable Boy. I don't think you do all the same from the same album. Just. I think you do Werewolves. I think you do Keep Me in Your Heart. I think I'll Sleep When I'm Dead is a great jam. That is a good one. It really opens up, and you can do a lot of solos there. It's easy. Mm -hmm. And you get everybody back on stage, right? Isn't that the thing you want is, like, everybody's on stage. Everybody's Mm -hmm. jamming. Uh, And I'll Sleep When I'm Dead. What a fun... What a fun name. And it's like, uh, it's kind of cheeky. And it's yeah. just yeah. like, That's fun. it fits his thing. That's pretty good. Yeah. I would maybe you substitute. You got Schaefer up there on the keys, pounding away. I'd throw Carmelita in there, maybe substituting uh, one of yeah, those. Yeah, you could get like the harmonizing. There's mm-hmm. so many beautiful ballads. Just to, just, yeah, to have like a ballad and then like an up, up tempo one. And then, yeah. I really like, I mean, I'm a, I'm really partial to um, uh, Muhammad's radio. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love that song. Yeah. Is it is Mama Said Knock You Out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> yes. But I think, I think, and also, you know, with tribute performances, often there's a lot of medleys. I think you could put together. A pretty, oh, you could do a medley. Oh, yeah. Medley. They do like a. They um, sometimes do that. Like a Simone, like a Nina. Uh, I say Poor, Poor, Pitiful Me. You start with that. Oh, yeah. that's That opening great. guitar riff. Start with that. <laughs> You start with that, you put Werewolves of London in there, you play half of it, you get up to his hair was perfect, then you switch into- Lawyer's Guns and Money. Then you go into- uh, Yeah, guns. Lauren's Guns and Money, and then you end on what whatever oh, that is. I love story. LA. <laughs> we love it! Great. I love it. I'm here for it. Yes. Uh, it sounds oh. like a good set. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. I hope you enjoyed your break. That's our very first break. Yeah. Uh, over the break, I looked up some Rolling Stone cover uh, data. Ooh. Uh, oh, shit. So Jim Morrison has not been on the cover of Rolling Stone <laughs> in like a very long time. Nah, he's been in the last decade. He definitely no, has. He no. Uh, so I, I, what I did was I pulled up. That is kind Am of surprising. Am I just thinking of the Boston Bomber? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Jahar. <laughs> He was kind of our generation. Jim Morrison. Damn, that was some dark shit. (laughs) He walked on down the hall. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. Sorry. Um, I looked up this this decade from 2010 on just to kind of see. This year, the only uh, kind of dinosaur was Bono. Uh, And then last year. I didn't think of you, too. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the this is a list from 2015 of the people who've been on the cover the most. So it may have changed, but... Looked like it was Lennon, Mick Jagger, McCartney, Bob Dylan, Bruce Springsteen, Bono, Keith Richards, Madonna, George Harrison, Jerry Garcia, Jimi Hendrix. 
So those are like the top. What was number one? Lennon. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but and then in 2017, outside of people who died, you know, like Tom Petty and like Chuck Berry and stuff. Yeah. Uh, the only one who, like Dave Grohl, was on once. No, Dave Grohl die. was on the cover of Rolling Stone at the end of 2017, or like yeah, September. For 2017. why did Probably they have an album out? They're commenting about another rock star because I think that's his real job. Oh boy! Did they have? Just did wait? Yikes! And... Did they have another? I loved that band. Really. Album come out in 2017? Mm-hmm. They did. Okay, fine. Uh, and then 2016, we had the Rolling Stones were, were on the cover. Bruce Springsteen was on the cover. Green Day, Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. Why were the Rolling Stones on the cover in 2016? An album? I don't know. What I'm, it has do you even Probably mean? an album. Obviously. Uh, A Keith Richards death rumor? Right. Okay. Anyway. Let's get to our final segment, which is the first time we're doing kind of like and a curated segment. And I want segment. you to know this is an utter surprise to me and to our guest. So I'm curious. All right. So this is going to be. Oh, I knew all about it. Oh, <laughs> guys. He's lying. I would never. I keep things secret. All right. This is going to be called. Whoa. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I've been enjoying all the snorting. Sorry. We're not cutting it out. This is a segment that called. a lot of work. Yeah, we don't have that budget. Ballot Revisited. Okay. Mm. Where we are, I'm, I'm going to read the names that were on the nominees ballot from a year. I like that. And then you guys are going to have to figure out this year. It's going to be six artists from this list are going to be inducted. Okay. okay? Now, can we, are we working as a team? You you may. Wait. So this is a ballot from the past. This is a ballot from the year 2000. And we have to guess who got picked from it? Six. Yes. So six, six artists people. from this ballot ended up being inducted in the year 2000. Okay. okay. Are you guys ready yes. for who was on the ballot? Yeah. Okay. Aerosmith, Ugh. Black Sabbath, yeah. Bonnie Raitt, Earth, Wind & Fire, Eric Clapton, The Flamingos, James Taylor, Lou Reed, The Love & Spoonful, The Moon Glows, The OJs, Queen, Richie Valens, Solomon Burke, and Steely Dan. Oh my God! So many of these people have been inducted. So, so what year to, was this? This 2000. is year two thousand. Only six will be inducted. Okay, okay. And I'm, and you, uh, I, I'm willing to tell you, uh, if they've been on the ballot before this, and also when they became eligible. Great. Had Aerosmith been on the ballot before the this? This was Aerosmith's first ballot. I think Aerosmith was. They would was Fye. Can we can we guess? I mean, can we guess one at a time? How can you argue with Lisa Dinao? Lisa Dinao. I mean, you can't. You can't do it. Can we? Do you want to guess Aerosmith? I'll guess Aerosmith. If you want to want to put a notch in it. Well, I would just. Can you tell us and then we can like get like one at a time? No, you guys have to come up with six. We have to. You guys have to come up with six. Do you want the names again? Do you want me to go in um, reverse order this time? I feel like Solomon Burke is in there. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, and okay. Here's who I think. Here's reason. who I think we can but I disregard. Okay. I might regret this, but I think the Moon Glows can be out. I think the Moon Glows. Can I don't be even out. know the, who okay. the f they are. I feel are. like they wouldn't. I feel like they're not cool enough yeah, to let Louie even... in that quick. Okay. And I, uh, yeah, I agree. He should be in there before a lot. Uh, a lot of those people. Um, I think I can't remember if the flamingos are in or not. But what so let's let's the keep them on. Song? Do you want to hear the flamingo song? Uh, yeah. It's great. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not. I only have eyes for you. Oh, you, know yes. you don't have to listen to that. I, yeah. I know uh, that okay. song is in my solo show. Yeah, that song's amazing. 
the Flamingos I and the Moonglows were both uh, very influential doo-wop groups. Right. What was the Moonglows hit? The Moonglows had uh, Sincerely oh. and The Ten Commandments of Love. Now, oh, here's the okay. thing about the Moonglows. That might be a misdirect <laughs> where it's like, we're like, who the F are the Moonglows? Who freaking cares? Right. And then they're like the band that got in that like, year that like, was like the who cares, you know? Um. Okay, but I just I don't I don't want to put them on our ballot. I think Aerosmith. Like Sabbath got it. I in. feel like was it Sabbath's first nomination? Sabbath had been nominated in '97 and in '99. Oh, they became okay. eligible in '96. So I feel like Sabbath is also not a bad choice. Well, because I feel like they're like the one quote unquote what the hall would call heavy metal band that they would yeah I, and I, i'm pretty sure they're in if i recall oh my god this is embarrassing to even to know it and also to not know it is both embarrassing i cannot mm-hmm. win in this situation can i ask if velvet underground is in at this point velvet underground is in and they, oh, they had okay. been inducted, I believe, 96 or 97. So they're not putting Lou in solo yet, probably. I also don't know that Lou Reed is in, if I'm being honest. That's insane. Um, but I could be wrong. I know that... Um, uh, so we're going yes on Aerosmith. Okay, so so Would we you... want a notch next to Aerosmith and a notch next to Sabbath. Okay. okay. Okay, and now who else is on the ballot? All right, so we have Bonnie Raitt. We know she's we in. We know she's in, but is this her first year nommed? This is her first year on the ballot. I'm going to say yeah. Do you think Bonnie? Wait, but there's 20 people on this, and we can only pick six. If we think, go through okay, the, keep through the list. Okay, all right. Bonnie Raitt. Uh-huh. I need to hear the whole list again. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Who are also definitely in. Yeah. Is it their first year nom? They had also been nominated in 1998. Okay, to me, Aerosmith and Earth, Wind, and Fire are two that I think should go on the ballot. Okay. Okay. Eric Clapton. Oh, he's in first ballot. First ballot. Wait, was, was that this not his, his first, first ballot? Time? This was his first ballot. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I mean. That's, okay, that's the, their we're going to say this about ten other artists. Okay, who else? No, Eric Clapton's. The Flamingos. Lock. Okay, who I think could be. The one. Flamingos had been on the ballot in '86, '87, and '96. I don't think. Whoa! Are. But then they're back in 2000. James Taylor. He's in. He's in. What? First ballot for James Taylor. Oh, I gosh. think he's in first ballot. Do you? Yeah, they love that shit. I, I mean, I think so, too. But then Warren Zevon's not in. Okay, well, great. Well, Warren Zevon. We got James My Taylor. mother knows James Taylor. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's one of the categories. Yeah, it's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, next you. up is Lou Reed. Also okay. first ballot for Lou Reed. Okay. I don't think he made it first. Yeah, I don't ballot. think so. The Lovin' Spoonful. Also first ballot for the I don't Love and think Spoonful. the Love and Spoonful is in, if I'm honest. I don't think that they're in. Ooh, so I, I don't like think they that... are, but I but you know more about this at this point Boy, than do I. <laughs> the Moon Glows. Now okay. the Moon Glows had been nominated in ninety one, ninety four, ninety six, ninety seven, and ninety eight. Jesus criminy. So this is their sixth so they appearance had on the somebody ballot. In the really room. Fighting for somebody the in the room cares about the Moon Glows. Do you feel like this is the year they wore the the hall down i don't know next up we have the oj's first time on the ballot okay i don't know if the oj's are in next up we have queen also first time definitely in and they're at first year i think queen's in first year so okay so so far on our on our virtual ballot we have aerosmith Aerosmith, queen Queen, uh, i think clapton's in their first clapton and um oh who was the third band you said earth Earth, wind and fire Fire. also you guys express interest in black sabbath and we have interest in black sabbath yes black sabbath is on the bubble at this point yeah (laughs) okay after queen we have richie valens who had been on the ballot in 99 so this was his second uh appearance on the ballot two years in a row row. i don't know if that helps or doesn't but i do think he probably gets in 
Yeah. Next up, we have Solomon Burke. Solomon like Burke had, had been on the ballot 86, not. 87, <laughs> 89, 90, 96, oh 97, 98, Ooh, when did and that, 99. When did that Don't Give Up On Me album came out? Because okay. that was a big So this was his ninth appearance on the ballot. Okay, hang on. I feel so like this was after I think, his big Now, here's what I think. I think one of the, like, solely or old bands gets in. OJ's it's either Oh, no, or, like, Moonglows or Flamingos. Oh, one of the real old. Yeah, like, I feel like there's... I, I feel like it's Solomon Burke, though. That, to me, sounds I feel like good. It's Solomon Burke. Especially if this is his ninth time, but who the F and knows, And I think he man, just come out with that Don't time. Give Up On Me record, which was kind of a big deal. Okay. It sold okay. a lot. There was so, a big reinterest in So, in the bubble, him. we've got Solomon Burke and Came out on Conan Sabbath. in that big king mm-hmm. chair. Right, Do you else? remember that? Oh, yeah. His throne? Or, or as you call it, a king chair? I call chair. it a king chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the the final name is Steely Dan, who had <gasps> they, been, who had been also, on the ballot in '99. Okay, they also are in. Yeah. Um. So the the people that we have in the bubble, um, category are Dan Sabbath, uh, uh, Solomon Burke, um, uh, Flamingos, um. Who was that last person we just said? The bubble? The, no, the Who's last. The last. Oh, Steely Dan. Steely Is the Dan. bubble in? Yeah, Dan. The bubbles got in now first it, year. Now the bubbles got in. Okay, great. Well, they deserved it. Um, How was there not a 50s band called The Bubbles? I'm sure right, there was. was. There's no way there <laughs> wasn't. There, there was. were probably 30 bands called The Bubbles. Kids love bubbles. The Bubble Girls, The Bubble Boys, The Bubbleettes, <laughs> the, bubble the Bubblers, Lil Bubble and the Big Bubble Bubbles. Looks like The Bubbles was a Swedish pop girl group <laughs> from... Uh, you know Sweden you're, yeah Sweden I was thinking more when but you're right they are from Sweden one of, one of their big hits from in Sweden is I'm a happy girl that sounds about right I'm a happy girl in a happy world alright guys you gotta pick six okay alright so we right. definitely think Aerosmith, Aerosmith for sure we want Aerosmith we're drafting Aerosmith we're drafting for sure Queen okay. I think is we're a drafting lot. Queen drafting for queen. sure okay you're drafting uh, Earth so, Wind and Fire do you want Earth Wind and Fire Wait, well, how so many he, ballots was this for Earth, Wind, and Fire? This was the second ballot for Earth, Wind, and Fire. I don't think they got in right away. I think it took Earth, Wind, and Fire a while, so we can take them out. Okay. That's my that's my okay. thoughts. They are Clapton, out. I think, is a lock. Clapton, yes, you want we want Clapton, Clapton as a lock. Clapton is in. Do you guys want? Uh, <laughs> do you guys? You guys want Queen, Aerosmith, and Clapton? Definitely. Yeah. How do you feel about Black Sabbath? That's I mean, they're in the bubble for me. Who else? Okay, Who Bonnie else? Raitt. Oh, I don't think she's right away. I feel like it took. I feel like you said it took her a while. I think it took her a while. But that was her second. This was Bonnie Raitt's first appearance. Oh. On yeah, the I don't think she's FYE. So she's okay. out for or you? FYN. I, so yeah, no she's women out. on this ballot. She's out for you. It's two thousand, baby. Oh, that's right. The flamingos. Boy, um, I mean, I don't think I, they're in. I, do you want to take Solomon Burke? Yeah. All right, I let's do. take Solomon Burke, please. I think the time. We'll take Solomon guys, Burke. They are drafting Solomon Burke. We'll take Solomon That's Burke, four. please. Okay, do you want... So we have the Flamingos, uh-huh. James Taylor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lou Reed, Love and Spoonful. Any any of those names? I feel like James Taylor. I mean, Taylor. James Taylor, I like. I like the. I like James Taylor, and I like... Um, who else? I like I remember when he got inducted. It was not his first... Um, it was his first time on the ballot. James Taylor's first time oh, on the ballot. He's huge. I know, but I don't know if he's a FY. Who inducted him? E or FYN, whatever that was. Was it his first year eligible? 
It was not. He was. He became eligible in ninety four. Oh, then I bet that then yes, let's take James Taylor. Okay. Because if it took him a while to get on the ballot, then when he gets on the ballot, he gets in. Okay. That's what I think. So we have Aerosmith. We have Clapton. Uh huh. We have uh, James Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have. I cannot. The amount of brain Queen, energy I'm spending on Queen this on is upsetting. Queen and to me. Solomon Burke. Thank you God guys have one two. more pick. Okay. The names you have left are Steely Dan, Richie Valens, the OJ's. You have taken the Moon Glows out. Love and Spoonful, Lou Reed, The Flamingos, and Black Sabbath. You have taken Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt out, yeah. Uh, and Earth, Wind, and Fire out. Yeah, what do we, we win? Like? Hmm? <laughs> oh, uh, you, you get to go to the induction with me next yes! week. Yes! Yeah. Uh, who do we like? Who, wow, who's... you really were excited. We're definitely Do you want to take anybody out? No, I like what we have so far. Yeah. Who do we want to put on there? Should we just know. throw Sabbath in there for fun? Or no, should fun. we put in... How many... What was that their first nom again? I'm sorry, I forgot. This was Sabbath's third nom. Who... Okay, but what about the Flamingos? I just feel like we got to throw... Throw them in there. Or Richie Valens. Or the Moonglows. Maybe he's trying to tell Go us something. Go with your heart. I Let's put the Flamingos in there. That's okay. what I'm doing. That's I'm your say, sixth let, Yeah, we're taking Flamingos Shabab, in the Shabab. sixth Shabab. position. So for, for the year 2000, you guys <laughs> have predicted Aerosmith, Eric Clapton, Flamingos, James Taylor, uh-huh. Queen, and Solomon Burke. It yeah. feels like a pretty good ballot. I, I mean, don't know. I feel confident about three of those. How many, conf- tell us how many we got right. You guys got. This is like Price is Right. <laughs> how many numbers did we get right? Two. Holy oh, shit! Oh, wow. You guys got two right. That's it? Woo! Do you want to know which yeah, which see, two you got right? Yes, we want to know which two we got right. Eric Clapton was uh-huh. inducted. Yeah. And so was James Taylor. Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. All right. Dude, so I know these white guys. Solo white guys. Loud. All right. Aerosmith was not first ballot, huh? Aerosmith well, was not first good. ballot. The artists that were inducted. The Moon Glows for sure. <laughs> the Moon Glows. Yeah. <laughs> I could tell. I knew that the. Why? Why would they be there? I knew. I just had a feeling. Bonnie Raitt. <gasps> first ballot first ballot Bonnie yes Wright. girl she yes a, you know, she was a kick-ass girl blues player she rolls earth wind and fire <gasps> what was this was this their first ballot this as well this is their second ballot oh, okay second ballot i thought i thought it took them a while but i guess this is a fun show <laughs> bonnie Raitt and right earth, wind and fire yeah so we have the moon glows we have james taylor we have I eric clapton about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have earth wind and fire we have bonnie Raitt, and the sixth name inducted Above all the other names, Steely Dan, the Lovin' Spoonful, the fucking Lovin' Spoonful. What? I thought they were on your snub list for some reason. That's the, the Lovin' guess Spoonful. R F Y N. Are you kidding me? So happy. Is that them? No. The Lovin' Spoonful are. Do you believe in magic? Do you believe in magic? Did you ever have to make up your mind? What a day for a daydream. Summer in the city. Yeah. Oh, so this is so outrageous. I do like outrageous. I do like the song Summer. Is Lou Reed in solo? Lou Reed is all of these artists are in. Okay. See that I was there were I did think it was a All good of now. these artists eventually got in. Wow, 2000, man. A lot of these artists got in the next year in 2001. Okay. It's a strong cuz when list, they're all actually. been nominated mm-hmm. when those ballot. people have been nominated like eight or nine times and like they're getting in. Like Solomon Burke gets in eventually. He yeah. got in the next year. Yeah, okay. Steely Dan got in the next did year. Did he bring you... his uh, king chair? <laughs> yes, he did. It's cool. so weird to me that the Love and Spoonful is FYE. 
FYN. FYN. Yes. Oh, it's very weird. It's one of the weirdest. Uh, it would make sense I, if you told me they weren't inducted now. Yeah. I go. That's what I said. I'd go, okay. I thought that the they were on in? your snub list. No, the monkeys list. are not in. That's a crime. That's if the well, Love and Spoonful is in, the well, monkeys aren't the in. The Love and Spoonful uh, wrote, wrote their songs. I don't give a fudge. <laughs> it's okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I yeah. give a Love and Spoonful a fudge. Lou Reed was eventually inducted in 2015. Wow, that's late. Yeah, yeah. and it, it happened after he died. Well, you it know, took, Tina Turner's still only in there as Ike and I, Tina, I so you know, justice doesn't always happen. Rarely at the hall. At, Her uh, better stuff was with Ike and Tina. Well, wow, 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 we wow. It's, it's true. All right, so in Blue in the year, strong solo though he is. It's and and very different from the Velvet and Very different. Yeah. Um. So just to give fill in the rest of the details with the year two thousand, Bonnie Raitt inducted by Melissa Etheridge. Earth, Wind, and Fire, inducted by Lil' Kim. Okay. Eric Clapton, really? inducted by Robbie Robertson. James uh, Taylor. Wow, that's yeah. some ego. Yeah. I don't know That who makes that the is. most sense, though, for the band. Ugh. Oh. He's, like, the he the sucks. leader and, like, the, the meanest, uh, most conniving guy from the yeah. band. But also, like, he's very involved with the Hall, uh, oh, Robertson. of course he is. And he and Clapton are, are boys. Uh, Paul McCartney, inducted James Taylor. Cute. Uh, John Mellencamp inducted Love and Spoonful. All Weird. right. And Paul Simon inducted the Moonglows. Was Mellencamp first ballot? He is he in? He is in. I don't think he was. Yeah, he is our Bruce Springsteen. He is Who's the mid. Uh, ours, the, Indiana. Yeah, the, he is the Bruce Springsteen of the Midwest. Wow. All right, buddy. That explains. So if you wanna you wanna hop on up to the Midwest flying. instead He's a flyover of flyover artist the for South, sure. Mellencamp took it took three years. Whenever I'm on Spotify, my finger just flies right over him. Wow, that's the new game. Ballot revisited. I maybe we'll do it every week. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I don't there's, know if you can do it, it every week but because now you told us some stuff, and I'll remember. Mm-hmm. The next one I was gonna do was uh, I think the ne- <laughs> next time we do it, I'm gonna do 2010. So I'm gonna Ooh. jump ten years. All right. I'm gonna keep it interesting. You know what? And here's the thing about this, Joe, is you can trust me not to look this up. Hundred percent. You really can. You can trust yeah. me not to expend any energy. It doesn't matter how to... much free time you have during that. that I week, just want you or... to know you can you can yes. count on me yes. to just come in with good faith and mm-hmm. ready to play. Did you even par- you didn't even participate in the Twitter poll, did you? Oh, I did. I said when I said oh, that okay. Wednesday. I, I love the Twitter poll. I'm here for the Twitter poll. <laughs> Wednesday, favorite of the new revamp of our branding. Yeah. Uh, James, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks uh, for having me. Anything yeah. you want to plug? I know you have an album that yeah, people can I have purchase. Yeah, an album. Uh, it's called Still Together on a Special Thing Records. You can find it online, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mm-hmm. When does this come out? This will come out a week from tomorrow. So. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. I'll be in Denver. For the High Plains Fest. Oh, so great. Anyone's listening Hell out there. Yeah. It's an incredible comedy That'll be festival. Fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, and where can we find you online? Oh, and if you're in LA every second Sunday, uh, free show, 10 p.m. at Bigfoot Lodge called Night Coffee that I run with my friend Alan Strickland Williams. And so let me tell you right now, I recommend seeing James Fritz live if you possibly can. He is wow. one of my favorites um, as far as like cultural criticism mm-hmm. and listening to kind of like uh, yeah he's getting he's his out wallet, his wallet. Out now <laughs> but i genuinely mean that like after the election this year i said the only comic that i want to hear any the only comics thoughts that i want to hear about this are james fritz because he's gonna mm-hmm. tell it like it is but it's yeah. gonna be oddly comforting to me yeah weirdly Kristen said no women yeah <laughs> i don't want to hear from any women any women uh, or people of color i want a straight white man from kentucky's point of view on what the hell just happened <laughs> speaking of people of color that trump guy is orange that's the kind of political insight <laughs> you can get 
from my comedy. <laughs> James, where can we find you online? Oh, Twitter at Fritz is dead. Uh, <laughs> Why did you bring us Warren Zevon? I just don't understand. <laughs> that'll great, be really uh, fun. That'll be a really funny joke when I die. Uh, a great follow. Fritz is dead. Great follow on, on, on Twitter. Yeah, awesome dude. Uh, I love him. What, what do you got to plug, uh, Kristen? You've got some stuff. Listen up, everybody. Ooh, your big show. If you're in Los Angeles, this podcast is probably coming out after my show. Oh, no, it's coming out right like before the, my show. Right, so it'll be the Friday. The of, Friday so right of my in the show. Middle. Hey, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen my show and you live in Los Angeles, come tonight. <laughs> it's at the Lyric Hyperion in Silver Lake, and the show is called Prolonged Eye Contact. You can find out all the information and about other shows I'm doing at HelloKristen.com, which is my my newly revamped website where I do not mention this podcast. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, mention it. Uh, I will. I'm going to put it in the bio. And then also um, you can find me across all platforms at, at KStud, except for Pokemon Go, where you know I'm at Helco KStud. Whereas you know. As we as listeners it's a, it's know. It's a thing I've brought up before. Uh, know. Uh, oh, I'm I know. A- Oh, I love having a listener on the on the pod. Isn't it great? I will be in Cleveland uh, over Labor Day weekend, Woo! setting up shop at the Scene Rock of the Hall. Crime. I'll be there for the X and L Comedy Festival, nice. but I will also be there at to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And then I'll be in Boise, Idaho, the weekend after that. Uh, Are you doing a festival there? Yeah, the cool. two hundred eight festival, which should be fun. Uh, that's in early September. You can get at me on twitter Whoa. at joe k joe k can they slide um, into also, your dms uh, one, also again i recommend seeing joe live too i really enjoy his comedy as well oh, that's the sweet. truth wow. uh you can also you can follow us at rock hall pod on twitter yeah rock hall pod at gmail.com is our uh email and the polls drop on wednesdays polls are gonna drop on wednesday i love it i think it's a great i'm just really happy i can't wait to participate uh rate and review us if you if you can uh not if you can do it it. (laughs) get on itunes you know what we believe in you you can you 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 must it's easier to do on your computer than on your phone (laughs) i've said this before i'll say we need it Thank you to the website Future Rock Legends, which gives us <laughs> all the information that we use on this damn podcast. Uh, thank you yeah. to Ted Tramper Lisful and Natalia Garcia Mayor for opening their homes to us and giving us the studio equipment. And Bets, Bets for being a good dog. Bets is a good dog. He's the studio dog. I uh, also want to thank... She. Ooh. That's a girl. I'm so sorry yeah. to misgender uh, no, the okay. beautiful dog. Uh, I also want to thank Yusu Kim for giving us the music that you're now hearing. Uh, wow. What a time. Streamlined, kind of. Okay. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming <laughs> to our home. And uh, I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares? About the rock hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 